Welcome to Tuesday, June 27th, 2023, your day with the podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Well, it was another day and another late afternoon and evening where some of you experienced either some severe weather or you just had a beautiful view of severe weather as we had a lot of shower and thunderstorm activity over northern and northeastern and central areas of Wyoming, some flash flooding near the Buffalo area, some heavy thunderstorms in the Bighorn Basin, then some severe weather out on the eastern plains of Wyoming into western Nebraska and western South Dakota. And today is going to be basically the same, really the next couple of days, sun and supercells. So we'll have some sunny conditions some warm temperatures and then these large thunderstorms that we call supercells, and we'll talk more about those in a minute, will come up in the late afternoon and evening hours. Of course, the cows don't seem to care because the grass is so good in that shot right there. Thanks, Justin, for setting that in, but there's a shot for you. And I got so many pictures sent to me last night, I can't show them all. But I don't want to discourage you from sending, keep sending those photos, they're great. But the, there was a show that was put on by these thunderstorms late yesterday afternoon and evening across the region. So the pattern that we're in is basically not going to change. We're going to continue to have active weather along and east of the divide, drier conditions west of the divide with these strong thunderstorms in the mid to late afternoon and evening hours continuing into the early night. And this will continue to go out into the central plains as well. So we'll have basically more of the same. So we'll have to keep our antennas up for the potential for some strong thunderstorms at times. Now for the second half of the week, we're gonna cool off a bit, especially by Thursday and Friday. Temperatures by Friday will be below average in many areas and we'll continue with these scattered showers and thunderstorms. And for the most part, through the weekend, the weather just doesn't really change very much. As we get into this weekend, and this is gonna be a four day weekend for a lot of you out there, it doesn't look bad, but we'll continue to have to dodge thunderstorm activity at times with temperatures not sizzling hot, not terribly cool either, very much in the comfortable range. And then we'll talk a little bit more about what is a supercell thunderstorm. So I'll go through some photos here. Like I told you, it was a show. It was a, a Mother Nature show last night with these severe thunderstorms developed, especially in southeastern Wyoming and Laramie County up in the Platte and Goshen counties, where again, we had another very large, very organized supercell thunderstorm that ended up producing hail, tornadoes, and heavy rain again for parts of southeastern Wyoming and western Nebraska. But we also, as I mentioned earlier, we had severe weather up in Johnson County, some heavy rain up around Buffalo. We had some heavy thunderstorms up into the Bighorn Basin and northeastern areas of Wyoming and western South Dakota. And the same basic areas are gonna see a similar situation again. So this thunderstorm could be seen for miles. In fact, I was in Denver late yesterday afternoon and could see this thunderstorm from Denver as it developed north of Cheyenne late yesterday afternoon and evening. So just some spectacular shots coming in from there from this thunderstorm. Now, we also had not so good weather. This is the pretty side of the thunderstorm. But we also had some darker clouds and some wavy clouds there up around the Worland area. And then near Kimball, we did have a tornado. Here's a shot from Garrett, southwest of Kimball, Nebraska. We also had a much larger tornado touchdown northwest of Burns and near Albin. That was a larger tornado that thankfully didn't stay on the ground for too long. And yep, Justin also with that pretty shot you saw with the cows, had some pretty large hail in the Chugwater area as well. Here's the remnants of last night's thunderstorm activity. 
from North Dakota through South Dakota through Nebraska, Kansas, and into Oklahoma. This axis here, all of these, you see these cloud areas? These are all those strong thunderstorms or supercells that developed. We call them supercells because, well, they're very organized, they can be very large, and they produce a lot of bad weather. But you don't tend to have lots and lots of them, but the ones that do develop are very impactful. The blue here shows low-level moisture, stratus clouds, and areas of fog, and notice it's backed up against the high plains. This high humidity air is backed up against the high plains, being drawn this way at the lowest levels from the counterclockwise circulation of this low pressure in the Pacific Northwest in the Northern Great Basin. This is what we had last week. Low pressure here helps draw low-level air westward. So you end up with this high humidity air. And this graphic here shows dew point, which is kind of like relative humidity. It's a good way to show you how much moisture there is in the air. Notice the green here and the lighter blue. And notice there is a very sharp gradient from the very moist air that comes up along the front range of Wyoming, Colorado into Montana here down in the New Mexico and out on the plains. So the air is very, very dry, relatively speaking, west of the divide, but you have all this moisture getting drawn. Look where it's coming from. It's coming up from the Gulf and it's coming from the very moist, humid conditions on the plains being drawn westward, backed up against the Rockies. So with low pressure here helping to draw that up, low pressure bringing cold air aloft, you get strong daytime heating, you have strong winds aloft from the southwest. Well, this is just a recipe for more thunderstorms and more thunderstorms that could be heavy. Here's your thunderstorm forecast where the lightning strikes are most likely going to be by 6 o'clock this evening, and you can see a lot of it in the same areas as yesterday. But look what happens as we go into the evening and nighttime hours. We get what is forecasted to be a strong supercell in central Nebraska, also some strong ones up into North Dakota and South Dakota, stretching into Iowa. Now, this is by tomorrow morning. You can see that the supercells continue. This could bring some areas of the Corn Belt some needed rain, but also some severe weather. So if we go back, this is... 6 p.m., this is midnight, this is 6 a.m. tomorrow. So they will continue into the nighttime hours into the Central Plains areas, and we're going to have severe weather. So you can see it. Another enhancement will be right here along the Kansas-Oklahoma border, but this is going to be where the activity is going to be again today. And notice the white here where that drier air is west of the divide. This is for tomorrow. For Wednesday, this is for Thursday, and Friday is going to be very similar in terms of where the severe weather is going to be. So there's going to be a lot of thunderstorm activity developing in the same areas. Now by Friday, the trough, which is here right now, finally begins to move. But with it being overhead, do expect the cooler air to come in along with higher chances of rain, maybe getting into areas west of the divide as well, with the heat still down, bottled up into the southern plains. This is the precipitation forecast through Saturday morning. So you can see Nebraska there, northeast Colorado, parts of eastern Wyoming. Maybe some needed, much needed rain could get into the Corn Belt with these heavy thunderstorms as well. So you can see there's going to be still a lot of activity still brewing in those areas. So what exactly is a supercell thunderstorm? Well, basically, it's a thunderstorm on steroids is kind of a simple way to describe it. But what you end up getting is a very organized thunderstorm that contains a very strong updraft that then begins to rotate. So it begins to spin. And this is why 
that spinning motion tends to lead to these supercells being very good at producing tornadoes. But the strong vertical development, the strong updraft in the rotation of that strong updraft also makes very large hail because the hail can grow bigger. If the updraft is larger, taller, and stronger, the hailstones can get bigger. They have more time to grow in a supercell. And so what you tend to get are supercells that are very damaging. They, they produce everything, extremely heavy rain, very large hail, and you tend to get the most violent, strongest, and most organized tornadoes with it. Now, what do you need for a supercell? Well, I mentioned some of the things that are going on right now is exactly what's happening. And I think the best way to describe it is, is that I showed you those low-level winds coming in from the east-southeast, bringing the moisture into the region. But up top, at jet stream level, at the higher elevations, the winds are coming in from the southwest. So we have very moist air coming in down here, down low near the ground, very strong winds coming in from the southwest. Notice that the wind direction here is opposite or nearly opposite or oblique to the very strong winds aloft. Now that contrast in wind direction and also wind speed from the lower level winds compared to the higher speeds, higher loft, basically causes this shearing environment that helps cause this spinning motion. This spinning motion is then drawn up into the updraft of the thunderstorm, and that spinning motion can lead to basically what they call a mid-level mesocyclone, which could turn into a tornado, where you get the wall clouds, you get all of those things that you see storm stations showing you all the time. So you have a, a very well put together thunderstorm with a lot going on. And basically this environment we have of low level east to southeasterly winds coming in, bringing in the moisture. And as long as the winds aloft are coming in from the southwest with that low to our west, we just have the right environment to be a breeding ground for supercell thunderstorms. We were last week, and it appears, as we certainly saw yesterday, we had more supercells yesterday than really anybody expected. And that partly is due to a lot of soil moisture in the ground from the wet spring that's helping things on along as well. So we have all the right ingredients, but this is a very basic schematic of your basic structure of a supercell. Not every thunderstorm has all of this going for it, but we have all of these right pieces of the puzzle in place right now. And this is what they tend to look like on radar. You tend to see this little shape right here, and this is where you have and have to watch out for in these areas right here, the updrafts, the tornado formation, the heavy hail shafts, the heavy rain shaft, all of those things. And you tend to see on radar a very large fan shape that is actually the light rain falling below the anvil cloud when these thunderstorms get so large and big like you saw in the photos at the beginning. Have yourself a good Tuesday. We'll see what Mother Nature brings us tomorrow.